A family of four in America has, quote-unquote, miraculously survived a horror Thelma and Louise-esque 250-foot plunge down a cliff in California in their Tesla Model Y. It's almost as if Electric Jesus himself emerged from Satan's crack just south of San Francisco, at exactly the Goldilocks moment. It would be, therefore, a crime against hilarity for us not to cover this one. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Australia-only website. Card. As a refugee of... Network TV news and current affairs here in Australia. I can tell you that this story is absolutely Goldilocks for tabloid TV. It's got everything that that kind of coverage just lusts after, all wrapped up with a bow around it in a neat little package just made for the tabloid hackery. Okay, it's got the family of four, the young children, the death-defying plunge, the survival against all odds, the brilliant engineering of that kook. It's got the fire and rescue crews on the ground and in the air battling against the elements and gravity. It's got the lot, even salaciously enough, accusations, charges, in fact, of attempted murder that have been laid against the father. This is just made for television. The big question for me, though, is if this had been any other brand of car, would Twitter have erupted so nonsensically and vociferously? That's next. Olight's January sale starts tonight at 8pm. The Olight Warrior 3S is a rugged tactical torch with a blinding peak output of 2300 lumens and a maximum runtime of 55 days. It's waterproof and drop tested, plus it has an auto dimming proximity sensor and it's pocket sized, just. The Baton 3 Pro Max, a bit more EDC friendly this one, slightly brighter and it also features that proximity switch. This is Olight's first magnesium alloy torch, so it's lightweight without sacrificing strength or heat dissipation. Two O-Pens for the sale, also the Mini and the O-Pen Pro. Easiest way into the Mini just buy the Baton 3 Pro Max, spend $1 more, and they'll throw in the O-Pen Mini. The Mini is a pocket-sized pen, but the O-Pen Pro also includes a three-stage LED torch and a green laser pointer for that vital sales presentation, and also for tormenting the cat. Finally, the Roboto 3, a 75mm blade in 154 chrome molly. And basically, if you were going to make Excalibur today, you'd make it out of 154cm. I know I would. The blade here is hardened to 58 Rockwell C, which is pretty much the sweet spot for edge retention and durability. And it's titanium PVD coated. I honestly don't know how they can manage to do all of that manufacturing 
for the price. Links in the description, plus check out the Olight Swivel when you're there. It is perfect for the shed or the fat cave. Great in the car also. Outside the sale, you can use my code AEJC for 12% off. I carry an Olight Warrior Mini 2 every day. It is my EDC, so useful. And it hardly ever needs charging, despite the fact that I use it all the time. Go figure. Thanks very much to Olight for sponsoring this report. Let me just read directly from NBC News and tell you what one of the more responsible news outlets in America has to say about this amazing event. A California doctor is alleged to have plunged his family hundreds of feet down a coastal cliff in what authorities have described as a murder attempt. But their improbable survival is likely because of luck and a well-built vehicle, experts said. Damesh Patel, 41, is accused of barreling a Tesla Model Y off Devil's Slide, roughly 250-foot cliff, 20 miles south of San Francisco on Monday morning, the California Highway Patrol said. So Damesh Patel, his wife, the two kiddies, all alive but hospitalised and in an unknown condition after the crash in this Tesla Model Y, which was understandably totaled virtually unrecognisable from all of the news footage. It was a clifftop rescue that started with ground crews and a helicopter came in later to evacuate the adults. My understanding is that the kids were evacuated from the ground, whereas the adults who were in worse shape were airlifted out of that situation. And, like, the ocean is right there, the road's right here, there's this terrible cliff. It's in what can only be described as a cock of a location, but scenic, and a cock of a road. It's so geologically unstable that in places there are not even guardrails to prevent vehicles with low amounts of energy from rolling off and going down the cliff. So there's that. This 250-foot-ish drop, that's 76 metres if you don't speak Imperial. That's a hell of a long way down. And... Survival is obviously improbable in these circumstances, which is what makes the story so fundamentally reportable, right? Mr Patel is a radiologist, and who knows what goes through people's minds out there in society. That's why you should always give people a break. You never know, in this case literally, but metaphorically, how close to the edge anyone really is. So there's that to contend with. This story is just textbook for tabloid reportage. It really is. It's got the daring rescue, the dramatic footage. It's got video from all angles, interviews from rescue crews, everything. And the icing on the cake is this somewhat salacious charge of murder, attempted murder, that's been levelled against the dad. That's pretty sobering. Pretty scenic territory there, but as I understand it, the road is so bad and so notorious for vehicular mishaps that they've replaced a lot of the formerly crap road with uh, some much better engineered tunnels that the majority of the traffic uses. If I've got that wrong, it's merely because I don't live there and I'm relying on second-hand reports for this stuff. And let's talk about the underlying terrain, shall we, just for a second, because this place has been given the name Devil's Slide and not without a good reason. Most people don't appreciate this, but Cornelius Beelzebub, the eighth and somewhat lesser known founding father in America, was a strenuous advocate for calling it 
Satan's crack. And that name almost got up, right to the point where Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson pulled him aside, out the back of the shed, sprayed him with a can of whoop-ass, and generally just struck him upside the head until he realised the potential for ridicule in such a title in some hypothetically future interconnected world. The Founding Fathers were brilliant at that. They had immense foresight. And what a pity they didn't extend to the rise of things such as the AR-15, the Tech-9 and the Desert fucking Eagle. Anyway, nobody, <coughs> think you'd agree, actually wants to go to their Satan's crack house for holidays, do they? Imagine inserting yourself into the Satan's crack community. So, well done there, Founding Fathers. In particular... Jefferson and uh, B. Frank, as he would later become known in the rap community. So, according to Isaac Newton, who I consulted extensively in uh, my research for this report, if you step off some 250-foot balcony, dude, have a guess how fast you will go splat on the ground and how much later that will take place. Because, according to Mr. Newton... 150 k's an hour is going to be your impact speed and you're going to be airborne for like four seconds so pretty clearly this kind of thing should be unsurvivable and the media has erupted with headlines that contain one ill-advised word more than any other and that word is miracle for example the guardian the guardian's headline on this four rescued in miracle after Tesla plunges off cliff in California. The Lad Bible, that pinnacle of responsible journalism, goes with four miraculously survive after Tesla plunges 250 feet off Devil's Slide Cliff. Autoblog is running with four survive in miracle after Tesla plunges off notorious California cliff. Australia's own electric Viking himself is running on his blog with Devil's Slide Tesla Miracle Young Children Survive 250 Foot Cliff Fall. And people say, officials say it's an absolute miracle. Not just a miracle, but a friggin' absolute one. As if the term miracle was not absolute in its own right. All four people survived in Tesla's plunge off California cliff. Even Jingwen Yu, a dude you've probably never heard of, who is a professor of mechanical engineering at the University of Michigan, specialising in transport this and transport that, he told NBC it was, quote, kind of a miracle considering the impact severity. I'd suggest that there is absolutely nothing miraculous about this event whatsoever. It's just improbable and dead set lucky, right? And this miraculous dimension, alleged, in Twitter and in headlines and all of this stuff, it fails to acknowledge what a miracle actually is, right? Because a miracle is Jesus, like Christian Jesus, not electric Jesus, but Christian Jesus down here in the Matrix all those years ago, experiencing that runtime error with all the fish tacos heads rolled over that one but it worked out okay in the end dude because you know sort of built the mystique somewhat <laughs> you'd agree 
The mechanism for survival in these crashes is absolutely clear to anybody who paid attention to physics at university, right? You are extremely lucky if you survive a crash like this, but there's really nothing miraculous about it, okay? Your survival depends on two or three different things, okay? What you need is robust structural engineering in the car, and what that's got to do is two things. It's got to prevent you from getting crushed in the course of stopping, right? So you've got to have a rigid capsule around you that ensures a survivable space for you and the kids while you're going on your journey over the cliff. And the rest of the car, this is equally important, the rest of the car needs to sacrifice itself in a controlled way because it's got to absorb the impact in a controlled way to extend the duration of the collision in the time domain so that the loads on the occupants are reduced. It's also really nice and kind of not optional in this scenario if you make multiple impacts with the terrain on the way down. The one thing you can't do is just Thelma and Louisa, right? You can't go and walk away. Not possible. You've got to hit the terrain over and over and over on the way down. And that's the only thing that can ensure your survival subject to the structural performance of the vehicle around you. The Twitterverse has obviously exploded with sort of upliftingly Kool-Aid sipping claims by the faithful that quote-unquote miraculous survival of this and that was only possible because they are in a Tesla. And on that, I would say absolute respect and props to Tesla's engineers for getting the engineering right, because that family would not have survived without the cage around them and without the sacrificial part of the structure as well, and also without the dead set luck of multiple impacts with the terrain on the way down. And you just think about it like this in the context of Australia. If you're barreling along at 150 k's an hour, which you should not do because it's illegal, if you leave the road and snot a freaking 200-year-old river red gum dead on, it's all over, dude. The tree is going to stop the car too rapidly for you to survive. That's just how this works. However, in an alternative universe, if you have the same crash and you just run into a forest of saplings about that big, then you'll have multiple impacts and the net result will be that it will take you longer to stop and therefore the loads on you will be less and you'll be able to walk away and explain it all to the cops and your insurance company. This is kind of this in the quasi-vertical space, right? The car hit the cliff several times on the way down. Each one of those impacts absorbed a bit of energy and made the crash ultimately survivable because that's exactly how this works. And furthermore, I'd suggest that the battery distribution of an electric car also helps in this scenario because when you take an internal combustion car and you Thelma and Louise it, it's got a big heavy engine and transmission up the front, there is a high probability of ending up nose down and snotting something once and too hard to survive. Whereas with an electric car, the mass is low down and fairly well distributed throughout the wheelbase of the car, and that will kind of 
keep the car more or less horizontal and allow it to roll and do all kinds of things that ensure multiple terrain impacts and therefore survival, okay? That's how this works. And it's also corroborated by rescuers at the scene. In fact, Brian Pottinger, who was quoted widely in news reports, he's a battalion chief for the local fire brigade, and he was on the scene during that rescue. He says that the damage suggested the car had flipped several times. And by flipped, I think he means rolled in this way as opposed to end for end, right? And the battery weight distribution would be compatible with rolling in the actual plane of roll as opposed to the plane of pitch, right? So there's that. The Tesla's design absolutely helped. I'm not saying it didn't, but these kinds of suggestions from the faithfulite suggest that this survival is only possible in a Tesla are flat out absurd, as in off with the fairies absurd. And there is plenty of evidence to support my position on this. The headline for this one, Miracle Couple Escapes with, quote, some scratches after their car plunges off 300-foot cliff and lands upside down. This happened in Monkey Canyon, Angeles Forest, California, three weeks earlier than Satan's Crack survival, okay? I would have called it Monkey Crack just for consistency, but imagine the impact on real estate values. I think actually ex-wife number three might come after me with trademark infringement legally if I did that, named it Monkey Crack. She was, I think she was the one with a pinch face. Not sure. It's all a blur. Where were we? Nasty business anyway. 300 feet. Just saying. Not 250 feet, dude. This is 300 feet. Bonus points for landing on the roof. The Tesla Model Y. Right side up. These dudes took it to the next level by landing upside down. How do I know? How do you know that? Well, ma'am, because I was inverted in the famous words of Captain Pete Mitchell from number one. Bonus, bonus points for doing it not in a Tesla, but can you guess the car that they walked away from? They walked out of this car absolutely unscathed. Have a guess what it was. It was a Hyundai Elantra. I'm just saying that this was a Hyundai 50 foot higher cliff, inverted, nobody's saying miracle at monkey crack, right? Twitter has not had a meltdown as a result of people surviving even more improbably in these circumstances in a Hyundai. 13 points for this one out of a possible 10, just throwing it out there, to the crew of the LA Sheriff's Department Air Rescue 5 who got on the scene in 30 minutes time. This is in the middle of freaking nowhere, I've got to say. And props to Apple also, because when you drill down into the circumstances here, the iPhone 14's emergency crash auto-detecting auto-dialer thingo just geolocated and summoned Air Rescue 5. Like, ladies and gentlemen, technology, isn't it great to live in the modern world? The fact that they were unscathed is just a bit of a bonus, is it not? What's missing from that latter story, the one with the inverted Elantra and walked away with less injuries, right? This couple, 50 feet higher, inverted, Hyundai Elantra, fewer injuries. 
Nobody's evangelising the shit out of the advanced engineering for that one. This is just weaponised confirmation bias on the part of the Teslarati, I'd suggest. Nobody is up on the roof with a megaphone about the 300-foot survival, saying what a great job the engineers did there. And they friggin' did. And luck was a huge factor in that one as well because they should have died on the balance of probabilities. The people in question would more likely be dead than not. I would not roll the dice on that one a second time, in other words. Like, the same thing happens in a Tesla and the universe just implodes. It's like the second coming of Christ is imminent. Imagine that, you know, electric Jesus emerging from Satan's crack in just the right moment to save that couple, to prove exactly once and for all that he really is the Messiah. I'd pay for a front row seat at that one, and I'd want to be sitting between Ricky Gervais and Kid Rock. That would be awesome. Where are we? Oh, yeah. We've got to talk about Amy. Amy is... Like, you know I said Twitter just melted down as a consequence of this event? The best tweet, and in fact it's the number one tweet when I searched for this incident using Twitter, was from a woman whose handle on Twitter is simply capital A. And in her description, she describes herself as Amy, a 787 pilot, Tesla investor since the IPO, all in Tesla since 2012, and a Tottenham Hotspur fan, just for, you know, variety. Now, Amy's awesome tweet, I want to give it to you because it really is good on, on just so many levels. It's... I'm not sure perfection is attainable, but you can see perfection from Amy's tweet. Quote, Elon Musk and Tesla made safety the number one priority from day one. Let's just pause there, Amy, because Elon Musk was not part of Tesla from day one. He just wasn't. He's not the founder. He did not found Tesla. That's a matter of fact. On this and so many other things, he's just a naughty boy. So there's that. Amy goes on and says, family survival, despite plunging off Devil's Slide, slash Satan's Crack, shows Tesla engineering saves lives. Yes. Full self-driving will exponentially increase lives saved. Traffic deaths may become as rare as light ending strikes. Now, Obviously, there's a couple of problems with this tweets of this nature, and specifically with this one. And I appreciate that Amy is a Tesla fangirl, so we might give her a bit of leeway over some of these glitches, shall we? But light, such as lightning with an E. <sighs> what does that actually mean? Light ending. I found only one definition for light ending, which is, quote, a drop in the level of the uterus during the last week's of pregnancy as the head of the fetus engages in the pelvis. That's according to Oxford languages. I'm assuming they've got no skin in this particular game. And I'm further assuming that Amy means lightning with no E. The naturally occurring electrostatic discharge when, you know, Thor gets his tits out of joint. And now, as to this quote, the big problematic one, traffic deaths may become as rare as lightning strikes. I've got to talk about that, because road death is actually a serious issue. 
1.35 million people die every year on the roads around the world, and it's become the leading cause of accidental death in young people. That figure, actually 1.35 million people, comes from the World Health Organization in a thing called the Global Status Report of 2018, which is available should you wish to cure your insomnia at roadsafety.gov.au. Now, lightning strike frequency. Roughly 100 every second lightning strikes around the world, which when you gross it up is 8.6 million lightning strikes every day. That's according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, in America. That's 3.1 billion lightning strikes every year. Traffic deaths may become as rare as lightning strikes of which there are 3.1 billion every year, Amy. The population of Earth, of course, 7.9 billion. So I'd suggest that we might need to re-engineer that tweet somewhat if we'd like to be altruistic and do society a favour, which I'm sure you know, came from a good place. But when you pass it through the filtration of facts, it really doesn't stack up that well, does it? Still, I guess if road death actually did drop, quite unquote, to the level of lightning strikes for a couple of years, that would have an effect on the population, not the least of which would be that I think we could all stop worrying about the fucking climate crisis. So, there's that. Anywho, I really enjoyed this report. Perhaps we should look at hosting an annual auto-expert conference at Satan's Crack. That does seem oddly appropriate in the circumstances, and I'd like to leave it over to you now. What do you think about this miraculous, quote-unquote, survival of the family of four down the 250-foot cliff in California in the context of an even greater survival story just three weeks earlier that really didn't get a run?